Welcome to Oakright's podcast, In The Frame. Within this series, we are aiming to carry you through your self-build journey and answer all the questions that you may have, and hopefully we can help you create your dream home. My name is Tim Crump. This is episode three, custom build and how it may work for you. I have with me James Buchanan, who is Oakright's head of custom build and turnkey. Custom build very much takes a lot of the stress in the middle of that process away. The great thing with custom build, it enables people uh, to get onto the self-build ladder in a way without so much of the risk. And some of those can vary from as little as 10 pound a square meter for your house up to 500 pound a square meter for your wow. house. James, welcome. Thank you very much. James and I are going to discuss the history of custom build, what the difference is between custom build and full self-build, and also how it may work for you and what custom build means to you as a customer and how you can use that to your advantage to get yourself really onto the self-build ladder. First of all, I thought I would start by describing a brief history of custom build and, and really where that started. And Custom Build extends on from self-build. It was brought about by a private member's bill put together by Richard Bacon, MP. And the Self and Custom House Building Act came into fruition in 2015. So that is really when Custom Build first started to make um, an impact upon the self-build market. So that is what custom build, or the history of when custom build started. So what what is custom build, and how does it how does it differ from self build? It, it's a, it's a very good point, and and as you mentioned before, self build and custom build are similar in their end result, where you achieve a self built property that is to your desire and specification and needs of, from a house. How you get that end result is where the two processes differ. In a traditional self-build process, you are heavily involved as an individual to organize everything from sourcing your plot that may or may not have planning permission, granting the planning permission or, or varying it through to, for example, dealing with all the utilities to the property, through to some sometimes undertaking physical construction works yourself uh, to deliver the end, end result. Custom build very much takes a lot of the stress in the middle of that process away. So by working with a custom build developer, you can alleviate some of those pressures. I've been amazed really in the history of Oakrights and working within self-build that how brave people are on the self-build front where people will buy a plot. They don't know what they're going to gain for planning permission on that plot. We can try and advise as they're looking at the plot, but we, you're not absolutely guaranteed. So within the self-build um, side of what we understand, you are buying a plot possibly with a house on it. You do not know what you're going to gain for planning. So there are a lot more, there are a lot more aspects to look into. You have to gain 
the, that you have to take on an architect or a designer to design the plot. Yep. You have to bring together all the surveys that are required to gain planning permission. And then you have to gain the planning permission, put together the budget and, and, and work out what the costs are going to be for that project. But a lot of you are taking a massive leap of faith and bravery, I would say, into self-build, which is the industry that we have worked within with for the last 22 years. And we know very well. I found that the great thing with custom build, it enables people uh, to get onto the self-build ladder in a way without so much of the risk. And I think that's the good thing about it. So our job as custom build facilitators, what we are doing is we are taking a, a plot, a multi-build plot, and quite often we may look at a site that has permission for, say, eight houses and we might say really that 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 could be better for six houses it might be better for five houses with slightly larger plots to allow people the flexibility to build a house of their dreams on that plot but the great thing is we are putting in the roadway we are putting in all the services we are marking out exactly what the, the what the plot is we are gaining the outline planning permission or sometimes even the, the detailed planning permission, which we can allow to be adjusted later. So as a customer, you are entering onto a site. You can see exactly what your plot is. The plot has got outline planning permission. The plot has got the services coming onto the, onto the plot. So everything is much more fixed, much more measurable. There is a lot less... Uh, there's a lot less really the leap of faith is not there because it is a it is a leap of factor laid out in front of you which makes things a lot more easier absolutely like you say from, from a traditional self-build there is a huge amount of risk and uncertainty as part of the of that process and custom build is all there about really removing the risk um, and if, if you start to go further back to the bills that you talked about with richard bacon that they bought in there was another act brought together as well, known as the Self and Custom Housing Bill Act of 2016, which put a huge reliance on the local authorities to keep a register of people that were interested in self-build prop properties. This would then put some onerous back onto local authorities to support those that register and application of people to facilitate land acquisition in neighbourhood development plans through planning forums and portals to ensure that those properties can make it to market to push self-build and custom-build properties forward. So as I understand it, the self-build register then, you register with your local authority about where you would like to build uh, the area, that's correct? Correct, yeah, yes. And the register, so your name goes onto the register with your information that you would like to build a self-build home or a custom-build home in the area. They, The local authority have to keep that register and they also have a duty to meet the needs of that register. So if there are, say, in your area or your local authority, 100 people on the register, it is their duty to have allowed uh, or to have permitted builds or permitted sites for custom build or self-build um, in the area for 100 units. So if it is 100 people who would like to build custom-built houses, they need to have sites that allow 100 custom-built units 
to come to market within a period of time, a set period of time. Is that correct? I think they run on about a year basis. Is that- uh, absolutely. So I, I believe they actually have about five years to, to service the whole demand uh, for that register. But as that rolls through, they do have a duty to consider those registered applicants whilst uh, approving planning applications. So again, it sort of brings land to market that maybe previously wouldn't have been achievable because it would have been a, a full development site. So gone back more to a standard house developer building houses to sell off at, at market value. So therefore it brings more flexibility and they have a duty to, to meet that demand. So the difference then between say custom build and just going to a site, you see a, a beautiful house on a developer's site and you'd like to buy that house. Now, as I see the great advantage of custom build is no matter what house you look at, whenever, uh, no matter what your budget, you go onto a housing estate, they could be beautiful houses. No matter which house you look, it's never quite right for you, is it? There's always, the way you live and the way your family live, it doesn't quite fit. So where custom build comes in, is where you want to have an involvement in the actual design of your home. Now, if we look at self-build, quite often you've got the situation where not only do you want to be involved in the design of your home, you also want to be really hands-on in helping to build your home and take a real active part. I see custom build as a halfway house somewhere between the development house where you're buying your dream home But actually, it is almost your dream home, but really you'd like to be involved in the design and helping to facilitate the the layout of the house, the look of the house. But really, you you do not want to go the full self-build route. So with custom build, and once you go to a custom build provider, as we, we are, we will work with you on a plot passport. That is the, the style of housing that is going to be built on that site. The advantage of this is you know then the style for for the houses, but you do not understand exactly what your neighbor's house is going to be, orientation, layout, so forth, because each house under the plot passport, with, which gives materials, size, um, style of house, you know the general style of the houses, which is good. We will then work with each house to make sure we're gaining the best look of the house, the layout of the house that works for the the individual customer and the best position of the house on the plot so that it actually works for the owner of the plot but also works for the other plots around to make sure you're not overlooking or anything like that. So, So one house is not detrimental to the other houses that are close by but each house is working to best advantage for the customer for their own personal way of living. Is that, would you... Yeah. So when when you look at from from a self build perspective, as I mentioned before, you a huge amount of your organisation and everything else is down to you, as as the as the plot owner. From the custom build development side of things, with someone like Ogrex as a custom build developer and facilitator, you have the ability to focus on the more enjoyable side of of the build, where you get to design your house for the end result of what you're looking for. So. Standard development, you arrive, the house may look beautiful from the outside, you walk in and you're instantly going to be making compromises. Yeah, it's nice, it's not quite what I'd have done, but that's where it is. But you may not be brave enough to go down the full self-build route of the unknowns on planning, budgets, 
constraints, etc. So custom build very much forms that halfway measure. You can arrive to look at a plot that at the point of it being at market, you know that there are the main services to come to the site, you know the prices, you know what style of house can be designed on there or the size of house that can be designed and you can really tailor it to what you want and how you want to live as your lifestyle. It also gives you the ability to tailor the specification to your budget, wants, needs, desires. Um, and again, take that risk element out. So when you go to build, buy a house that's already built, you know that there is a market value for that, that property. You know that it is for sale for X amount of money. In a self-built environment, you maybe don't know that 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 call because you haven't designed it and you haven't got planning permission for it. With custom build um, and custom build developments, you have the ability to design your house and and have it priced before you start. Okay. So again, alleviates some of that risk element from from a self build journey, but still gives you the ability to be able to design a house that you want. So just looking at the process, then James, um, if I am going out to buy buy my dream home and I walk onto a, onto a development site and I see a, a beautiful three, four bedroom house really works well for me, but it isn't quite right. It doesn't, you know, the layout isn't quite right. I want to work from home. It hasn't really got some home working space. The garage perhaps isn't big enough. I'd like to have a room above the garage. You know, a number of things aren't quite working. So I decide, okay, I'm going to go for custom build. I've, I've read about it. It sounds great. I find a custom build site in my area. Off I trundle, and I'm going to buy my custom build plot. Is it as straightforward as buying a house from a developer? From your experience of dealing with custom yep. build plots, can you describe to me how that works? It's not as simple as buying a house that is already built there for you to see. Um, but it is far, again, it sits in the halfway measure between self-build and buying something that's not quite right for what you want. Um, and I think the, the very start of it is to say that if you were going to go down a custom build journey, the extra effort that is going to be required over buying a house that's built is far going to outweigh the fact that you actually get something that's perfect for what you want. And that's the main thing to focus here is you get to design a house that you want um, and how you want things finished. Um, so in terms of a, in terms of a process, you arrive, you find a custom build site. It's in the right location for where you want to live, um, and the plots are of the right size and cost for what you want to budget. Dependent on the type of development, it can have detailed planning permission or outline planning permission. So you will have an idea of what style of house you can put on there. What the process will be is to work with the developer to understand exactly what you want from a house. Are you looking for three, four bedrooms, open plan living, home working spaces, garages, room overs? And what you can work then with the developer is to really put together an outline of the house design that you'd like, the material finishes that you would like to pull together, to really decide whether or not that plot fits for what you want and does it fit within your, your budget. So would you, would you be buying your plot first and then gaining the planning permission with the desk of work? You're going into planning to build your dream home. So do you purchase the plot, then gain the planning? Or do you, how does that work? Or do you gain the planning, then purchase the plot? How, do, how, do, how does that normally work? So in a normal scenario, you would be buying the plot before your detailed planning permission, but 
it, the 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 plot would have outline planning permission, which underwritten by a plot passport. So what that does is again it reduces a risk element from both the planning authority's perspective and you as an individual for planning. So what I mean by that is at outline planning permission stage, you have specified within that plot passport the type of house materials that can be selected and there will be a selection of materials that you can use. It will specify within there the size and scale of the houses that are on your plot and also on the adjoining plots, as well as the number of bedrooms that can be achieved overall. So again, it gives you that sense of feeling that, well, actually from both the planner's perspective and you and yourself, it takes a risk element out. So I suppose then you could say when you buy a house that's built by the on the development site, you know it's there, it's built, so it's a fact, it's there. If you go out and buy an individual plot for self-build, you have to buy the plot up front, but the quite often there is no description of what you may be able to get on that plot. Mm, there might be an outline planning. There might be, quite often, it's a knockdown rebuild. So you know there's a house there, you know you're going to get planning, but you don't know what you're going to get. And then with a custom build site, we're finding now, I think, that most custom build sites are more on the outline planning side of things. So you have a good idea, uh, you, well, you know exactly what the style of the house is going to be and the style of the surrounding houses. You know overall what the general size will be, the general height. But you are going to be able to go back to planning for detail in the exact shape uh, of the house, the layout of the house. But I suppose we have to be realistic here and say we are still going back to planning, aren't we? Absolutely. So there is a point where uh, the planners will be involved and it will take some negotiation, but it is negotiating to get to within as, in as close a proximity as we possibly can to your dream and the layout that you're looking for as a customer, which um, is way beyond just buying a house that's on the, on a site. So you, we can't, no, um, I think uh, custom build developer can guarantee that from an outline you're getting exactly as you are looking. But as long as you like the style, the size, and the general layout that's proposed on the outlines, you're going to get damn close to your, or as close as you can to your dream. Absolutely. And and that's the point of the plot passport is really to set some of those, those ground rules to hopefully alleviate the risks of not getting exactly what you want. And, and at that plot passport stage, the planners have got a good understanding of what you're proposing to do going forward. And if that meets with your, your demands for the site, then again, hopefully there will bound to be a couple of little compromises, but you are going to get within a very close proximity of what you're looking for. Um, and from a self-build perspective, there will be very few properties that would come up or plots for sale that would have a house with planning permission that is exactly what you want. But with detailed planning permission, you are going to change it. There is a risk element there that you have no control over. With an outline plan application with a plot passport, you've honed in some of those okay those details. So, so when you're looking to to buy your you're looking to buy your custom build plot. Normally when you're buying a house, you appoint a solicitor. And to buy your plot, you're going to have to appoint a solicitor. From your experience, what what type of solicitor do you need to represent you? to buy a custom build plot does that is that different to the type of solicitor you need it when you're buying a buying a house of a housing estate 
No, there's no special solicitor that's necessarily involved. The only thing I would specify is you try and find a good solicitor. Finding someone on the internet that say that I'll do conveyancing for you for a thousand pound, you're going to find it a very slow and difficult process. If you can go to somebody that is associated with conveyancing um, and land purchase, that is the best solicitors to to look out for. So it's a combination of conveyance and land purchase, really, yes. and that experience. Yeah. So I suppose, really, you'd be saying that if you can find a solicitor who has had experience of dealing with a custom-build site before, that would be of assistance and just help the process run more smoothly and more swiftly. Absolutely. Um, and it would be advantageous to find someone that's worked on a custom-build plot purchase before. The main reason for that is the plot purchase it sits somewhere between a land purchase and buying a property so when you buy a property it's all there to see and all covenants and everything else are easily to see when you're buying land uh, without any planning permission generally it is a simple land purchase um, in terms of buying a custom build plot you are again sitting squarely in the middle between those two processes when you're buying a custom build plot if you were one of the first or second people to buy those plots on a multi-build site, you don't know who your neighbours are going to be and what they are going to be like. Which, you know, again, is not a negative, but at least when you are buying a, a built house, you generally know who your neighbours are going to be. Well, you know what the house is going to look like, yes. I suppose, do you? You don't know who the neighbours are necessarily, no. do you? But no. I suppose on that, I suppose really you know, you know what the house is because it's there. Yep. Whereas on a custom-build site, you know the style but you don't know exactly what it's going to, to, to be like. So all of those planning documentations and the plot passports actually form part of the land purchase. So again, what you're doing is to ensure that everybody on that site has to follow the same plot passport so that you know what style of property will be purchased. So I suppose in, rea in realistic terms, though, it is going to be longer. It is, I think it's going to be, because when you go to buy a house, the house is there, you're buying the house, aren't you? Yes. In this case, you are... Purchasing the land, the custom-build site, service-building plot, uh, with an outline planning permission on it. Sometimes you might be buying the plot with a detailed consent, which you could choose to build if you so wished. Yep. Which has happened once, I think, for us, hasn't it? Um, but normally you're buying the the, the custom-build plot and you're going to go back to planning. So you've gone through the process of purchasing the ground, you'll then go through the planning process, which even though it should be straightforward, still takes time. So you are adding on, what sort of time spans would you think or have you found? You can vary from anywhere from maybe 10 to 14 weeks for a exchange on contracts on the plot. You're still gonna do all the necessary land searches and, and, and detailed searches that you would do on a standard house build but you're looking more at more detail then from a solicitor's perspective, checking that all the planning conditions, all of the planning permission is in place to make sure that you are buying what is being sold to you, that any pre-commencement planning conditions have been discharged, or if they're not and they're down to the plot owner's responsibility, getting a good understanding for what you're having to, to achieve. Okay, and cost, cost of a custom-build house, where does that, where would that sit in in relation to the cost of, of of buying a house in an area? Is it going to be 
more expensive or is it going to be around about the same, would you think? It, it's the ultimate question. It really depends down to you as a client what you specify for an interior, for the insides of your of your house. You are, it's a fully customizable house delivered to your specification. I think another good point to, to make comment on is uh, section 106 and seal payments. Okay. So... If, if we focus on a, on a seal payment, it stands for a community infrastructure levy. And it's a levy that some local authorities have the ability to enact, which will put a, a contribution together to go back into the community to help fund items to support housing in, in and around the area. Um, under the construction levy regulations 2010, it actually allows for self-build and custom-build plots to be uh, a apply to have an exemption to these levy payments um so again it's something to consider when you're looking at building plots so as i understand that so we could say you're going out you're looking at a site houses haven't been built so is this a development site which is going to have a 106 applied and a cell applied or is it a custom build site so what is the differential between the two and the differential is are you involved in the design of your home? Um, are you having any input into that? So really, if you're buying a plot on a site with outline planning and you're allowed to go back and not only just change the interior layout, but you're actually allowed to go back to planning, which is true custom build, and, and for a different house along the plot passport, then that is custom build, isn't it? So there will be no sale or 106 on that plot value. Now, there's an argument saying there that that actually gives you more buying power. So let's just say, for instance, you're going to a site where the houses are being built by a developer. There may be a £10,000 106 um, payment or sale payment, one or, one or t'other, possibly on that, on that plot. Now, you will not see that because you are buying the end product of, of, of the development. Of a, you're buying a house at a price. But that figure will be in there. It will be on the value or expenditure. Whereas if you buy your, your custom build plot, that is not there. So your money is going just on the plot, the value of the plot. So that means you may be able to get a slightly better plot, slightly larger plot than you would if buying a house. Or it means you've got more money to spend on the construction of your house. But either way, you've got that, that payment that you can put into either the plot or you can put into the construction of your home, which means you will gain more value more within, within, your, within your home at the end of the day, which is, which is good news and one of the great advantages of, of custom build. Yeah, it is. And, and unfortunately, with, with all the authorities, all of those payments are calculated via a, a number of different criteria. And every council and, and authority has a different way of calculating it. So again, the, the, from a risk perspective, you don't know what that final bill is going to be until yeah. you've got the planning permission. So on a custom well, build I, development. I suppose in the areas, you pick the area you're building in, you would know, I suppose, on the cell up front what that's going to be. But but I said that that's a little bit of a lottery on the areas, isn't it? And, the, and again, it would be lovely to say it's a science. It's black and white. Mm. But because each uh, authority can interpret the requirements in slightly different ways. Each area does have a slightly different take. So the great thing with the custom build is, the take there is that it is exempt. Yep. So whichever authority you're building, and as long as you're, 
your uh, chosen building plot is on a custom build site and you are being part of the design process of, of that house, you are, you are not paying a sale or a winner. So that's a, that's a great advantage. Absolutely. And working with a custom build developer like Oakwrights, all of those exemptions and applications have been applied and, and agreed prior to you purchasing the plot. Now, sorry, James, that brings me on to a point there. Custom build developer like Oak, what does that mean? What is the difference between a developer out there and a custom build developer? What do, and there are, I know there are uh, a number of custom build developers throughout the country now in different areas coming together or, or being formed. So what would be the difference between a, a straight out developer and a custom build developer? Could you just perhaps explain that to me a little bit? So a custom build developer is there allowing you to make full customization of your home. They are there to deliver you what you want from your house. This is going to be your dream home. We are there as a custom build developer to help facilitate that. A developer is there to develop a site, make their money, move on to the next. So they're selling the end product. They're, they're building the, the product, product, selling the product when it's manufactured. Whereas the custom build developer is working with you to manufacture the product, which is your dream home. So they're working with you on that. And I suppose it's where that word custom comes in. It gets used too often sometimes, yeah. doesn't it? But in, in, in this case, it is absolutely true to its meaning. It is allowing you to customize your home. So just I'm just stepping back one point. So I am a... A person, I have a dream. I've, I've not, I, I've not seen the house I'd like to buy. Um, I, I've found out about custom build. I have turned up at a site where you are in control. You are a custom build developer. So, what do you give me? I mean, how about cost, build process? Are you building it? Who is building the house? Who am I paying? How does it, how does it all work there, please? So. Again, every custom build development site can work slightly differently. And the whole ethos around custom build is delivering what you want as a house, um, making something bespoke and unique to you and giving you as much flexibility and input both into the design and the building of, of your house as you want. So for example, we can sell you a plot, we can work with you to design your plot, achieve your final detailed planning permission and build that property for you. We can do that by providing you with the price once we know the interior fit out and specification that you're looking for from that house. Or maybe you want to get a little bit more involved with your project. Maybe you want to have a go at project managing your, your build, but you're not quite brave enough or understand it enough to deal with all the legals and utility companies that you would in a standard self-build, traditional self-build environment at the start. So we could develop you a design on the site with all your services ready to go to then hand you over to work with a, build, a partner builder or a partner builder of your choice to then project manage your build through to completion. Good stuff. I understand, I think. And um, there is one thing I always say to people, really, you need, you know, where you build a house, and I think this is where custom build really comes in. You, don't, you, you, you start off, you, you have a desire to build your own home. You don't have any knowledge. And I think the great thing with custom build, it allows you to go on to a, a site, help with the design of your own home, but then have your hand held very much so through the process of building that house. And this could be your first house. And I always say to people, really, you need to build three houses, really. 
to put all the knowledge that you gain on the first house into the second house to um, enhance that knowledge, and then by your third house to really know exactly what you're looking for. Also, the great advantage is you're moving up the ladder of property ownership. And I think that is the one thing about custom build, which is great, is you're moving on to multiple sites where the plots are normally slightly smaller, which means it's opening up at a more accessible cost to get on onto the self-build ladder. So custom build is leading you on to the self-build ladder, really. And that, and that is a, a great point. And you can start with little knowledge to have your hand firmly held by the custom build developer. You could go on to your next project and take on more of the responsibility yourself and help to save some more money. And you could go on to your third project where you can really get involved, if you so wish, and take advantage of all that knowledge and help save yourself even more money and have the great uh, the great fulfillment of, of building your own home, which I, I don't think is anything quite like that. No, exactly. And, and if you were to summarize it, custom build, in essence, is self-build with your hand being held via a developer through elements of that process. So it's more a hands-off approach to building your own home. Yes. Now that's interesting because I always look at what we do against what an out-and-out developer does. And I always say development is the world of business. You are making a product as economically as you possibly can and you are selling that product for as much as you can possibly get for it, which is good business. Then I always look, so I say, that is the world of business. And I think we are in the world of emotion. In a way, we still have to make a profit. Um, we have great passion for what we do. I, I, we love, and I, I, I love bespoke housing for each individual house. So we are dealing with a customer, dealing directly with a customer, whereas a developer is selling to a customer at the end. We are dealing with the customer on their journey through the custom build, self-build process. And I call that the world of emotion because there is a lot of emotion. If you want to build your own home, you're putting your heart and soul into that. And it is our duty to try and help you as best as we possibly can through the custom build process or through the self-build process. Absolutely. Our, our goal is to, to help facilitate and build your dream home and not try and put any blockers in the way to achieve that. We are there to help you through that process to build your dream home. So really, in conclusion, let us have a think about this. Custom build, what is it doing? It is allowing you to get onto the self-build ladder, in a way, with much more assistance, much more cost certainty. It's allowing you to have flexibility within design to be really involved within the design of your home. And it's giving you a lot more than a traditional build would gain. However, you have to think, it's going to take longer, isn't it, really? It's going to take a little longer to buy the site or as long to buy the site, the plot, as it is to buy a house. But then you have to go in for planning and that will take a, a bit longer to, to get through um, because you are designing your own home. It is a bespoke home. So that's going to take a little longer. And then, obviously, you have the build process. You're not buying a house and moving into it. You've bought the site. You've gained planning on the site. You've now got to build the house but you do have that great uh, fulfillment, as I've said before, of working on your own home, being fully involved or as involved as you'd like to. And at the end, you have your custom-built house, which will have great value. You could sell that house in the near future and move to another project. But the thing is, if you want to build your home, your home to live in for a long period of time, 
you've had a great involvement in that. And I think it gives you much more enjoyment of the, of the project and of the house when it is finished. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Type, types of custom build site. There are, there are a number of different types of custom build site. Now, part of the legislation is that large developers have to allow a certain element of their sites to be custom build. Now, those plots will normally tend to be slightly larger plots on the edge of a major development. So you could find that your custom build plot is on the edge of a major development. And, and, and those type of custom build plots will probably be a little less than others because you are on the side, the side or, or, or within a larger development. But again, you are still designing your own home. You are customizing your design. You may find on those type of developments, your the um, amount of what you're allowed to do may be restricted to layout of the house, a little bit of the look of the house and the materials on the outside, but probably not so great. Then there are the custom build sites, which we are mainly involved with, which tend to be fewer houses, maybe three or four, maybe up to 10 normally maximum. These would probably be larger plots. And on those custom build sites, we we believe a custom build should be full custom build where you can go back to planning based on the plot passport about exactly what you can build. So that is the different types of custom build plot. They can range from two or three to up to 10 or 12, or sometimes more if it is on, a, on the side of a larger development site. So there are, there are a range of different types of custom build plots. Is there anything else there, James? Well, I think a, a good one to, to, to touch on as well is from, as you said, custom build can vary from single plots up to 10 or 12. Um, and that can apply even if you're not going on the edge of a, a larger scale development. Um, and there are pluses and minuses to, to, to both of those. So from a singular plot perspective, you've got a lot more privacy, uh, but the plots can be more expensive because of that. When you start to get to the larger developments, there are benefits to that in terms of utilities, services, and, and an associated cost saving. So if you take telecommunications as a, as, a, as a prime example, if you were to have a single dwelling, you are probably going to be paying for that utility to be provided to your property. If you went on a development that had five or six custom build sites on there, there is more incentive for that telecommunications company to provide that service to the site free of charge uh, because of the revenue that can be generated from them from having five or six developments. So again, there is a, a, a good advantage to being on a multi-site development that some of the services provided to that site are subsidized, which again, in turn can result in a cost saving because it's not being added on to the end product of the house or, or plot. Okay. So I'm interested in a, in a custom build plot. Where do I find them? Where are the, where are custom build? How do I find a custom build site? Where would I go to look for a, a custom build home? Very good question. Uh, if you look at a large a large number of them, at the online estate agents. So if you look at like Zoopla, they have two elements to their their business: house sales and land sales. And as part of that, that is where we tend to find a lot of these, these development sites advertised um, to really bring them, bring them to market. The rest of them are all about doing your research into self-builders. So someone like Oak Rights, 
as a as a as a self building. I suppose well, so package companies really. If you in the self, yeah. the self build package companies, a number of the larger companies now are offering custom build sites, and whether that's oak framing or straightforward timber framing, house house builders are offering custom build sites, which is great to see. So it's growing, and I think there is. We must not forget about custom build homes, who are a website who promote sites for for custom build. So there are a number of places. There's Naxba to look at as well um, for custom build sites. So so really, it's larger package builders, the major um, estate agency websites, which may offer custom build sites, custom build homes, and Naxba. So those are the, probably the main places where you would look for um, a house. I suppose if you're thinking of an oak frame, then you would look at the oak framing companies. If you're looking at just a, 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 a standard house, you might look at the timber framing companies, or you might go to custom build homes for a, a custom build plot somewhere in, in all different areas of the country. And there's some other good ones out there as well. Plot Browser, Plot Finder. You will find self-build plots there, but you will also find some some development companies there will advertise custom-build plots there okay. as well. So the the best advice is to look in all all areas uh, as possible because there'll always be somebody advertising something there that may be of maybe of interest from a custom-build perspective. Thank you. So the conclusion of episode three: Oak Rights in the frame, custom-build homes. I hope you found this of interest. Thank you very much to James. We are here to answer any of your questions. So please, if you've enjoyed yourself, if you found this information of interest, subscribe to Oak Rights in the Frame. There'll be many more uh, podcasts coming. We look forward to you joining us in the future.